0: How many of you are waiting for something from God? He's a God, amazing God. Many times God does things without any participation of us. He does because he's God. But sometimes God operates in cooperation with us. He does this bit and we we need to do our bit as well. So we see this in the life of Joseph. Uh, Before I read some verse in chapter 41, uh, I just would like to, to share with you some very important aspects of um, Joseph's life. I don't know how many of you know the, the story of Joseph, it's very well known. Uh, when you are an old Christian like me, I'm a Christian for over 28 20 years, so I'm very familiarized with the story of Joseph, but uh, sometimes people are new in the church. They are watching us. So I think it is worth to to just mention some very important aspect. So Joseph was was a young guy. He was 17. And then he started to have dreams. And the dreams was involving him and his older brothers. He had 10 older brothers. Jacob, his father, had four wives. And had kids with these wives. And then these older brothers, that 10 older brothers were brothers of um, Joseph, part of father, not father, part of the mother. So the guys hated Joseph in such a way, they sold Joseph, a young guy, 17, sold him for the smile lights. And the smile lights sold Joseph for a Egyptian official named uh, Potiphar. And then a guy with 17 years old, 17 years old, he was a slave serving as a servant of a uh, official. But when he was there, verse, chapter 39, when you see Joseph was a slave, but God was with him. Everything that he did, God prospered. If you read some verse in chapter 39 with me. The main main focus will be 41, but the verse 13, chapter 49, verse two, the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. So he was in a prison, like a prison, he was uh, uh, sold as a slave, but even in a situation like this, God was with him. And I want to tell you, doesn't matter of your, doesn't matter the situation you are facing right now, we need to believe God is with us. And even in the worst thing we go through, we can feel God's presence in our life. Amen. I tell you, open your heart because God wants to get you ready for the things that he has prepared for you. Then what's happened? Everything was good. His master, Potiphar, saw that everything that Joseph put in his hand prospered. And Potiphar said, well, this boy is a very good boy. Take the key. Take the password of my bank account. Take everything. You control everything. But Potiphar's wife saw Joseph. And Joseph was a very handsome man, handsome boy. And the Potiphar's wife was trying to get an affair with him. But Joseph told, I cannot do this. I can't sin against God and against my master. I cannot do this, but Potiphar's wife was so insistent. She was always trying to go to bed with Joseph, always trying. So one day she creates a scenario that she accused Joseph as he was a kind of uh, uh, raped guy. This guy was trying to abuse me, blah, blah, blah. Then Joseph's master, Potiphar sent Joseph to the jail. So a young boy doing his best. Waiting for the things getting better. But uh, it was like it getting worse and worse and worse. So he went to the jail. Then you read this in chapter 40. So he went to the jail. And then in the jail, guess what? God started to prosper him in the jail. The, the warden, the, the boss of the jail, told Joseph, wow, he was so blessed. Take care of this jail. You are the boss of this jail now. You do whatever you want to do. Then one day, the cup bearer of Pharaoh and the baker of the Pharaoh went to the jail. And then both of them had a the dream. They have a very strange dream. I don't want to relate all the dreams, but they, they, they were disturbed. And Joseph asking, what, what's wrong with you guys? Oh, we had a dream. And the, 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 the baker relate the, told the dream for Joseph. And then Joseph gave his interpretation of the dream. Then the, the cup bearer, the same, Joseph gave the interpretation, uh, the, the baker was, exec, was dead, the, the Pharaoh exec, executed him, but the cupbearer, he integrated for, to, into his position. And, and Joseph asked him, please, when you are before Pharaoh, remember me, tell about my case. Because I think he had no lawyer, nowhere to to try to find some help. So he was expecting that this cupbearer would see Pharaoh and mention something about Joseph. But the word of God says in verse chapter 40, the last verse of chapter 40, verse uh, uh, 23, the chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph he forgot him. Then after two years, two years, that the copper barrel was released from the jail, Pharaoh had a dream. And the dream was amazing. Seven nice cows, fat cows. And then after the set very strong cows, came seven ugly cows. And the seven ugly cows eat up the the good cows. Then he, he had another dream similar with this. Then he was disturbed. And he asked someone to give the interpretation of this dream for me. But no one, no magician, no, no of the, anyone in Egypt could give to Pharaoh the interpretation. Then the cupbearer, hold of me. Okay, I'm getting there. So the, the cupbearer, remember, oh my God. Now I remember, two years later, Now I remember when I was in prison, when I was in jail, there was a boy there, a a, a new guy, a a, a Hebrew guy. I had a dream and and he gave the interpretation and exactly what he told, it came true. Then the word of God says, it is the point where I want to to read with you. Uh, Chapter 41, verse uh, 14, if you have your Bible. So Pharaoh heard about Joseph and say, bring this guy for me, bring this Joseph for me because maybe he can help me. Then verse 14, chapter four to one verse 14. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. And when he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. Friends, some things happen quickly. Okay. Quickly. I have a word from God for you. Some things that we are waiting for will come quicker than you are expecting. You know, you suffer with my pronunciation, but I hope the Holy Spirit has a powerful word for you tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Because sometimes, guys, we are waiting. Joseph was 17 when he started his dreams. He was 30 when he became the governor of all Egypt. 13 years he waits. Sometimes we are waiting for so long. One year, two years, two years. I don't know how long you are waiting for something. But when the God's time arrives, it's quickly. Boom. When God's time arrives, you don't need to be concerned how God's going to do. It's not my problem, not your problem. It's God's problem. But I need to be ready. When the time arrived, get on it. Take advantage of the opportunity. Spiritual readiness should take advantage of the opportunity that God put in your presence. So verse 15: Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream, and no one can interpret it. Interpret it. But I have heard it said that you, when you heard heard a dream, hear, hear a dream, you can interpret it. Verse 16. The amazing answer that Joseph gave. For me, it is one of the most beautiful passages. Joseph answered, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Joseph replied to Pharaoh, but God, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. You are waiting for me, but I cannot help you, but God will give you the answer that you are waiting for. Then the Pharaoh uh, repeat all the dream again, seven cows, seven uh, head of uh, wheat. They they, they repeat everything again. And Joseph gave to him the interpretation with a lot of boldness, with a lot of uh, spiritual understanding. Verse 25, then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dreams of Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what it's about to do, what he's about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. It is one and the same dream. The seven lean ugly cows that come after the seven years and and so are the seven worthless Heads of grain, scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. So the, the dreams, the interpretation of the dreams was, we are going to have seven years of a lot of prosperity. But after that, seven years with a lot of trouble, with a lot of famine, the land will produce nothing. So Joseph gave some advice for Pharaoh. I have some advice for you. You should do this. You should do that. You should take uh, 20% of all that Egypt will produce and put apart. Because when the seven, day, seven years of famine arrive, Egypt will have a lot of food. And then Pharaoh looked to Joseph and said, wow. Wow. Verse 37. The plan seemed good to Pharaoh and to all his officials. So Pharaoh asked then, Can we find anyone like this man, one in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace, and all my people are to submit. Submit to your orders only in respect to the throne. I will be greater than you. Friends, think about that. I'm 10 minutes to tell you this story. But it was a gap of 13 years. The guy, when he was in front of Pharaoh, he was prepared. We live in a time where we see a lot of people Losing heart so easily. People giving up so easily. People who blame God when they they are facing difficult times. Why God allowed me to do this? I don't want to go to church anymore. I'm a pastor for 25 years. I have no idea how many times I heard this. Why are you not coming to the church anymore? I'm going to the church. I give my titles. Now things change. I'm not going anymore. Wow. And always ask, it is this the direction of the Holy Spirit for your life? Is the Holy Spirit that told you, give up. Oh, you know, I'm tired. You know, I do my best. I try to be a good person, but the things that you get better get worse, so I'm tired. I heard this many, 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 many times. Joseph, he would have many reasons to be sad to be full of self pity to be full of uh, anger, full of uh, bitterness, but he wasn't. He was with his heart, connected with God's heart. And I want to tell you tonight, I don't know what you are going through right now, but in the middle of what you are going through right now, we can enjoy God's presence in our life. And then, when the opportunity arrived, When God opened the door for you, divine appointments, mysterious things, because God is a mysterious God. He does things such different ways. Sometimes we are way to one way. He does another way. He's amazing. We need to be aware. We need to be awake. We need to be prepared for the things that God has prepared for us in the name of Jesus Christ. Sometimes I think, how Jacob, Jacob... How Joseph could be so sharp. How he kept his faith in God after so many disappointments. Family disappointment. Work disappointment. A lot of uh, unfairness. You know, he was suffering a lot. But his heart still was on God. We need to learn this lesson. Sometimes, friends, I don't know. I'm Brazilian, and I know the Brazilians. Sometimes the Brazilians, they they annoy me. Because I know which kind of message the Brazilians like to hear. Sweet message. Bless me, Lord. Bless me. Receive more. So you need to put a lot of sugar in the message. I'm not generalizing. A lot of very serious Brazilians as well. But a lot of Brazilians, I know. They are like, you know, feed me, feed me. I'm a baby, I need more. So they are not prepared. They are not prepared to wait. One year waiting is too much. Two years wait is too much. Thirteen years waiting. <laughs> the guy is done. You know? We never know when is the last day of our battles. You don't know if tomorrow will be the best day of your life. Amen. You don't know if. Between this, now and the time you go to bed, you're going to receive a call that changes everything. Amen. We don't know. We need to be open. But the problem is sometimes people give up. We cannot give up. We need to be strong in the presence of the Lord. So I was praying, how this guy could be so sharp? How this guy could be so prepared to give the answer? Because he, he had all the, the reasons to say, you know, Pharaoh, I have a lot of trouble. I have a lot of problem. I will tell you what my brothers did with me. I will tell you what the Potiphar's wife did with me. I'll tell you, your co-bearer, he forgot me two years. You know, you take care of your business. I take care of my business. I want you to go back to my jail, to my dungeon. But he wasn't like this. Okay. I, hey, Joseph, I heard that you can give interpretation of my dream. I cannot do this, but God. But God can give you. I can't. But we remember when we are weak, then we are strong. You know, when you are so full of yourself, God have no space in our life. God look for empty vessels. When we are empty of ourselves, then we start to be full of God's presence. I love this, this answer. I can do this. But God can. God has the answer for you, Pharaoh. Sometimes you are in front of situations situation that I don't know what I'm going to do, but God knows what he is about to do. So I have one impression, one of the main things that J- J- Joseph had in his life. He was a man who feared God. If you read Proverbe, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, what's the word of God saying there? The fear of the Lord is there. Foundation, the beginning of the all knowledge. You can be smart, you can be intelligent, you can be whatever you want to be, but the word of God says the fear of God, the respect of God, the reverence we treat God is the beginning, is the foundation of all knowledge. And then I believe Joseph was a man of fear. Fear not be, I'm scared of God. I remember I was a little boy. My mother wasn't a Christian yet, and she used to say, if you do this, God is going to punish you. So I grew grew up thinking, well, God is going to slap me. But uh, fear of God is not to be scared of God. It's to respect him. It's to know that uh, Potiphar's wife was once to have sex with Joseph. No one maybe would know, but Joseph says, I will not sin against God. I don't care if your husband doesn't know. What I know is God knows. And for him, I will not do this. When you behave like this, God honors you. I have been in many different situations in my life that my flesh would like to do some things. My human desires would like to do something. You know, I'm half Brazilian, half Italian. My blood is hot. You know? <laughs> the Holy Spirit is, is working on me. Thank God. But I'm sometimes so explosive. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit, calm down, Marcel. You're not going to do anything. I have no idea how many times I swallow my pride. I swallow my, my wish to do some things. Because... I seek God and God speak to me. It's not my will for your life. So my will is not more important than God's will. I want to surrender my life to God's will for my life because his will is better than mine. I believe this. We need to learn to pray the spirit all the time. We live in, most of us live in London. I don't know about people watching us in, in internet, but when you live in a city like London, we are busy all the time. We have challenges. A lot of things happen. Not every time it's easy to keep your dev- devotional life good. Sometimes you are busy. Sometimes you have no time to dedicate for, for prayer, to read the, the Bible, but we can. We can pray in spirit all the time. Amen. We can be in the spirit. I'm doing a lot of things. Uh, in my church, my congregation, we have a lot of families. with small babies, and I have two girls, and I remember when my two girls, 20 and 14, they used to be little ones, when they have some pain, when they are screaming, they, when, uh, you know, the, 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 our life like was upside down, then we need to learn, we learned how to keep our lives with God, even if your family is going through uh, some kind of difficult time, we need to work in our spiritual life, all the time we need to spend time in the word. We need to spend time in prayer because we never know when the opportunity came. We never know when the trouble came because I'm spent a lot of time saying get ready, because there are opportunities on the way. I believe that, but also we need to get ready because the enemy, the enemy sometimes puts some things before us. Sometimes we we face troubles. Sometimes we face difficulties. Sometimes we face challenges. Sometimes we we got disappointed. And if we are not prepared, a thing like this destroy us. I want to die. People sometimes are so over sensitive. It's like this. I I don't want to pray. I don't want to play Christianity anymore. No, it's not a game. It's a life. We need to be read, we need to be familiarized with, with the word. I challenge you, I challenge you, no, I advise you. No challenge, forgive me. I advise you, spend some time reading from chapter 37 of Genesis until chapter fifth, all the life of Joseph. It is amazing. It is inspiring us. Teach us so many things. Read with me Romans chapter 15, verse 4. I will be back in, in, in Genesis soon, but just one verse, just for you to understand how important it is for you to spend time in the Word of God. We live in a time of social media. I have a lot of uh, apps, new apps. I have Facebook, Instagram. I don't have TikTok. I don't have Snapchat. But uh, sometimes you are reading the Bible and then you start to receive push notifications. Blah, 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 the first gold medal, blah, 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 the flood somewhere. And then you got distracted very, very easily. But we need to find time to switch off the mobile, switch off your computer, your tablets, and spend time in the word of God. Listen what the word of God saying in Romans chapter 15, verse four, it is amazing. You need to read very slowly and get everything that is here because it is beautiful what Paul is teaching us here. The word of us says, for everything that was written, written in the past, was written to teach us so that through endurance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Everything, listen to me, everything that was written in the past, The story of Joseph, the story of Jacob, everything that is in the Bible, everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance and the encouragement of the scripture, we might have hope. God changed Joseph's life. God can change my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Joseph, one day, he was a prisoner. Another day, he was the governor of Egypt. God is still doing miracles today. Open your heart. Spend time in the word of God. Read it. Get read. Spend time praying. When we spend time praying, it is amazing. Because we change our perspective. When you receive a lot of information... Problems, difficulties, deals to be paid, lack of money, whatever. You got full of information. The enemy sent push notifications for you all the time. You were a loser. You were waiting for 13 years. Nothing changed in your life. We see push notification in our brains. You know? Oh, you see, where is your promise? When the things will change. But when we are in prayer... When we are worshiping God, when we are sitting, listening to a message, our perspective change yes. because we start to receive the push notifications from heaven, the, the, the information from heaven for us. Never is too late for God. Doesn't matter how long we are waiting for, God can do miracle, miracles in our lives. Worship, guys, change everything. If you read Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas, they were in a prison. They were beaten. They were in pain. They were in chains. But the word of God says, around midnight, Paul and Silas start to worship the Lord. Alleluia. And then when they start to worship the Lord, earth earthquake earthquake earthquake, earthquake? Earthquake. earthquake, 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 thank you, my brother. Earthquake, Milky shake, no, earthquake came to that prison, opened the doors. The guy who was taking care of Paul and Silas got saved all his family in the time of worship. Get read. Spend time in God's presence because God has powerful things prepared for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Do not live in the past. One passage that always read is Isaiah's 4, 3, verse 18 and 19. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. Do not live in the past. Don't consider the things of old. I'm doing a new thing. Can't you perceive it? Don't you realize it? I'm doing a new thing, but we are living the past. Oh, I remember what my brother did to me. It's so painful. I remember what the... What Far's wife did to me, Oh, uh, I don't know if I can forget it. I don't know if I can forgive it. Friends, some people, they are in 2021, 20, but their mind is still somewhere else. In Innocent, I remember. I remember. I, I suffer so much. But you are here. What don't kill you, what didn't kill you, make you stronger. We are here. We need to be open for the new things that God has prepared for us. But sometimes, I think the Holy Spirit says to us, hey, 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 I have some new things for you. But uh, the people still, you know, yeah, I remember, man, remember. Sometimes we cannot forget, but we can move on. Amen. We can be open for the new things that God has prepared for us in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm coming to end. I want to finish saying to you, get red. There are a lot of opportunities coming into your direction. It is on the way. God is working. God is doing new things. We are living a very different season. I feel in my spirit, get red. Many different times in my life I'm 50 I have no idea how many times I felt a kind of sense of urgency come close to God God wants to show you something get ready for the opportunity God has prepared for you, get ready because you never know when someone will come to you in need of some word from you, it's not about us It's all about Him. Sometimes we live like it's everything about us. My challenge, my views, my feelings, my ministry. Sometimes it's not about us. Sometimes when we forget about ourselves, we let God use us. When God is using us to bless others, He's taking care of our things. It's amazing. It is amazing. What God has prepared for us is not just for us; it's for your family, it's for your congregation, it's for your city, it's the place where you work. God wants to use me and you to bless where we are right now in the name of Jesus. I don't know about you. I used to be a drug addict. I used to be a violent person. I I gave my life to Jesus. I was twenty-two. I had no perspective. That I, one day I would, I would get married. I couldn't see myself with, with 25. Because I was violent. I crashed cars many different times. I used to have guns. People shoot me. I never shoot nobody. But people tried to kill me many, many times. Once a guy put a gun in my head, slapped my face, and he didn't kill me. Oh, hallelujah! I'm here. You can see I'm 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 here. Then, when I gave my life to Jesus, I was 22. and a lot of things that I n- never could imagine, I couldn't imagine God has done in my life. Give my family, give me a family, wife, kids, living in London, I'm preaching for you, my God. Amen. I would never imagine. God has something prepared for us that is going to blow our mind in in a positive way, okay? It's like a, wow, look what God is doing in my life. How many of you are expecting something new for God? Wait for it, guys. Get ready for it. Don't be, you know, sometimes we are so sleepy, spiritually speaking. Sometimes we are sleepy physically as well, but sometimes we are spiritually speaking sleepy. God has a word for you. God has a word for you. Anyway. We are so tired. Get ready. Get ready. When the enemy comes to your direction, be ready. Because bigger is the one that is with us than the one against us. Read with me Ephesians. I'm about to finish. Just more, five minutes maximum. Ephesians chapter six, verse 10. So get ready for the opportunities, get ready for the difficult days, tough days, problematic days and Ephesians chapter six, verse 10, the word of God says. (laughs) Amen. I love this guy. He always put fire in this church. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his might power. Put on the full armor of God. So that you can take your stand against the devil schemes. Verse 13, therefore put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand. The evil day arrived, the enemy has some schemes, but I'm strong in the Lord. Amen. We feel, yeah, we feel. We got sad, yeah, but we keep going. Because the Holy Spirit says to you, says to you, don't stop now, keep going, keep going. And finally, get ready for the opportunities, get ready for the evil days, and also get ready because Jesus is coming back. Get ready for the day of the Lord. There is a passage that I love a lot. It's 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 19. If our hope in Christ is just for this life, we are the most miserable people in the world. We are worth of peace. If my life with Christ is just about money, possessions, I feel strong, I'm the winner, I'm this, I'm that, I'm done. But my life with Christ is about today, yes, opportunities. He has victory for me against the enemy. Yes, but he has. He is preparing me to live with him forever. And I want to be ready. I want to be ready even if we need to, even now, we are going to face the midnight cry. How many of you have heard uh, Artie Kendall preaching about midnight cry? Read Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 onwards. Five virgins, five foolish, five wise. The wise has oil, has light. Oil means anointing. The presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Get ready because we don't know when Jesus is returning. Get ready because we don't know if we are going to have time to do everything we are planning to do. But I need to be ready because soon he's coming back. And I want to be busy with the right things. God, deliver me to be busy with the wrong thing. I want to be busy with your things, waiting for you. And say to you, Jesus, I'm ready. I'm ready for the opportunities. I want your name to be glorified through my life. I'm ready if I need to face challenges, difficulties. Yes, I'm red because I can be strong in the Lord. Yes. And I'm red as well. If Jesus is coming tonight, I want to be red. And there is going to be a totally different story. Close your eyes. I want to pray with you right now. Close your eyes. It's time. It's time to be ready. It's time to, to forget some things in your past. It's time to be open. For the new things that God has prepared for you.